and welcome to this week's episode of Unconditional Self-Love with myself, Tilly Reid. Um, I might sound a bit nasally today, so I do apologise for that. Um, I thought I got rid of a cold, but it seems to be one of them ones that just seems to want to last forever with just a sort of blocked nose. <laughs> so I'm going to sound a bit nasally today so uh yeah but I hope you're all feeling well I hope you're having good days um I'm feeling feeling okay actually I think that the weather's turned here if you live in the UK it has got proper chilly this past few days <laughs> and I mean I won't be British if I didn't talk about the weather <laughs> it's what we do um but it's got, yeah, lovely and chilly, but, you know, today's a, one of those gorgeous days where it's proper cold, but it's, a, it, the sun's out, and, you know, I just went for a little walk, and had the sun on my face, but I was wrapped up warm, and then when you come home, you just get cosy, and it's just lovely, you know, and I, I always think it's really good to, you know, get that sun on your face, and I think especially because I live in the UK, and we don't, sometimes have the sun a lot you know the sun you know it's it is cloudy a lot so when it is sunny I'm trying to be mindful I'm trying to get myself outside more and just go for a little walk although I usually just say oh I'm just gonna go for a 10 minute walk and it never it's never 10 minutes it's always like a half an hour walk which is a good thing but um it's it always helps me you know the nature is just such a great healer it's just such good medicine like you know I can be in all sorts of moods and I just go oh you know I want to just go out and sometimes I do put stuff on sometimes I do put podcast on and I'll walk around with that but like today I just wanted to be my own thoughts I just wanted to walk in my own thoughts and kind of things come up it's it's very different to meditation to me for me I I like it in a in a different way, you know, because I like suddenly sort of getting in touch with my senses and what can I see and smell and touch and feel and um, you know, it's just oh, it's just wonderful. As you can tell, I've just come back from this walk, so I'm feeling pretty good. But this isn't that's not what I wanted to talk about today. No, um, today I want to talk about the emotion of anger. It is, it's a basic human emotion. And we all, we all feel it. We all can feel it sometimes. Um, me, it, I, I seem to sometimes be really quick to anger with certain things. You know, and, and everyone's different. Everyone has different levels of anger. And what, you know, one person might be getting absolutely so annoyed at another person might be like oh well that's fine you know that's fine for me I, that doesn't actually bother me whereas something else might really bother that person like for me I know that I get super angry on the roads <laughs> with other other drivers I get really angry when people do, don't use their indicators when people just just oblivious to or on or when they're on the phones I literally want to just shout and scream at them and be like you are in charge of a literally you're in charge of a car you're in charge of a car and you're on your phone <laughs> it just it drives me bonkers you know and it 
because it's just it's you know it's a safety thing you know I want to feel safe when I'm on the roads and when you see people on the phones not indicating and doing things you know just doing whatever the hell they like you know it you know god you've got to have eyes everywhere on the roads it is a nightmare and that's one of the sort of things that gets me angry but you know there's lots of other things that other people probably get annoyed about that doesn't really bother me you know like I know a friend she gets very annoyed if you know if you're walking past somebody on a path and you kind of have to go into single lane you know if you walk past and they haven't said thank you she's like thank you I'm like well that 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 doesn't bother me you know but that's something that drives drives her mad you know and gets her angry so we're all very different but just because somebody's having a reaction to something you know and an anger you know and an anger's coming up that doesn't mean that it's wrong you know we sh- and we should always respect other people you know and how they're feeling and let them feel it and yeah and I know it's seen as a a masculine trait you know it's always been seen as you know men are angry and when they're angry it's like oh they're you know they're confident they're powerful um and women not so much you know we we've never been I would say we've ever been taught to be angry we've never been you know it's kind of like we all just you know quietly just seethe and that's that's the difference you know there were uh, I was reading about some studies you know basically we are just as angry you know men and women but men are more outwardly angry a lot of the time. <laughs> Whereas as women, we can sort of, um, we can still be angry, but we, we could just be angry in our own sort of way and maybe a bit more sort of passive aggressive, a bit more silent anger, and maybe just seethe to ourselves or to our friends, you know. Whereas a man is can be very outwardly, you know, angry. Which I think, you know, I think we can all, agree or agree that we've experienced that we've seen that um but yeah but we we know we're all the same we all experience this this emotion and it can be so so powerful and sometimes it can sort of take you over before you've even realized and you, you know and it happens to you and you're like oh, where did that come from it's like it just it's almost like you can't stop it you know and there's lots of there's there's reasons for this. I'm, I'm going to go into a bit more detail, but today I just wanted to chat through a few things. So first, I'm just going to just you know discuss what is anger. You know what it is, first and foremost. Then why does it come up? You know why do we get it, and what does it actually mean? And this one this one was interesting, and then I'm just going to discuss at the end kind of ways to help yourself, kind of literally physically in that moment. And then there's also just sort of deeper ways you can look at it and what it actually means. So, um, yeah, I'm talking about this because recently I had a, a quite ex- explosive, I, I just felt really angry about something. And it was, you know, I'll tell you, it was, you know, I'd been to the doctors, I'd had a call with them about being perimenopausal, I wanted to get a blood test to, and I know it's really difficult to diagnose with the blood test because, you know, your hormones can just seem normal on one day and, you know, but I thought, well, I'll do it. And I, 
I know, and I really said to the doctor, I'm experiencing, you know, quite, you know, physical symptoms and psychological symptoms and I'm struggling. You know, I had the blood test and then a couple of days later, I just got a text just saying your bloods came back normal. We won't be doing anything else. I was like, oh, okay. You know, you think you'd love to hear that your bloods are normal. It's like, well, that's great, but that doesn't solve my issue now. You know, I'm, I, you know, I'm going through all these symptoms, the brain fog, the unmotivation, the, 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 oh, just so many things, you know. And I just suddenly got really angry. Well, the first thing that came up for me was tears. This happens with me a lot. I think when something, I'm angry about something, tears tend to come first, you know, and I get, and I get very emotional. I get very teary. I usually have a big cry and then I just felt this just seething anger, just like, what? Like, you know, I've literally said, I am struggling. I, I you know, it, it's hard at the moment. I need help, you know. Oh, but your test came back normal, so we're not going to do anything else. And I was like, so that's basically in my hands now to kind of, you know, do the next thing and kind of push for it and kind of do. And I just got really annoyed by it and... I was like, well, what can I do to get this out of my body? Um, so I did, I did some various things to help myself. I will come on to that at the end of this podcast, kind of the physical things that you could do to help. And I did a few of them actually. And I, and I did a few of them and it, oh God, it helps so much. It really, really does help. And when you have these, these tools in the moment, you know, and when you become more aware of what, coming what's coming up and what it means you know it doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means you know you could be like oh god I'm really angry about that and kind of well I need to just suppress it I can't I can't show that emotion you know I need to hide it and I can't be angry yes of course you can <laughs> everyone can be angry yeah we can do it in a safe environment and in a time and place yeah but it's not a bad thing you know Anger is an emotion. It's trying to tell us something else, actually. So in my research, the Oxford Dictionary just says, um, anger is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure or hostility. Which kind of sums it up there, doesn't it? It's just that feeling when things just aren't going your way <laughs> you know when something's happened and it's disrupted you you know it's that like when something happened when you thought you've kind of you know controlled everything and something just happens in the middle of it and you're like oh I didn't expect this you know you're in a hurry and there's traffic you know you get up late there's an, there's an anger so many things can bring it on you know and it, it can be good and bad you know, sometimes we do see this as a, as a bad emotion. It's a bad emotion and I need to get rid of it and I shouldn't feel angry all the time. But actually, in in sort of certain doses, you know, it, it, it is a trigger for something. It is an awareness of something. The more you learn about it, the more you learn about yourself and like, oh, why am I feeling angry? Oh, yeah, it comes up. Oh, yes, I see it comes up then. Ah, yes. And you can look at that. And it's a motivator. You know, you get... It can get you going, you know, if you're angry about something, about some sort of injustice, something happening, you're like, well, yeah, and it can really motivate you. The problem arises when 
it can get excessive. You know, if we have excessive anger every day, that can really cause issues. You know, it can cause all sorts of um, sort of feelings in ourselves. You know, it, it brings up loads of loads of sort of biological symptoms. And this can cause havoc with our bodies. Um, so, you know, there's definitely elements of trying to look at excessive anger and, you know, assess it and find out why it's coming up, you know. And then it could be characterised by feelings of stress, frustration, you know, and irritation. And it's so normal, though. I, I really can't stress this enough. You know, it's a normal response for everyone, you know, it has been sort of taken, you know, you see a child, you know, a baby or a child or a toddler, they are, they are great with their emotions, aren't they? <laughs> they know exactly what they want and they will tell you when, you know, that they want it and they will tell you in the loudest way. I mean, maybe not all children, you know, granted, but there's, you know, I've definitely seen children that are just like, ah, like screaming at their mum, being like, I want this. And you're just like, wow, you are, you know, they are so in touch with their emotions. And, you know, we grow up, we have to live in a society, you know, and I, you know, and I get that. Yeah. You know, we have to live with people and, and be, you know, around people that we might not necessarily get on with. You know, we can't go around just shouting at people and you know when if you're hungry or if you somebody's annoyed you we can't do that anymore but there's you know there's ways that we can do that there's ways that we can learn to you know express ourselves you know and it can be characterized by I've touched on the biological you know um things but you know it can give us an increased energy level which can seem like a good thing but then you know in terms of that it can raise our blood pressure it increases our hormones like our adrenaline adrenaline oh try saying that um it can increase our body temperature and we you know sometimes you get like quite um tense muscles you know you could just feel like maybe your shoulders are kind of rising and there's just that that, that just that tense feeling in your body and it just you know it, it's a very visceral reaction you know, and, and when you express it, you might raise your voice, you might have clenched fists, you know, you might, you might even start shaking, you know, your heartbeat will raise, you might have to, you know, pace, you know, but your jaw might clench, you might frown, you know, all of these sort of physical reactions that come out of anger. I don't know whether you can hear that. That was just a very loud bike going past my window. You might not have picked it up, but that's very distracting. But um, yeah, so that that kind of excessive anger, you know, when we do have our raised blood pressure, when we do, you know, spike that adrenaline, um, you know, and all that, that can cause havoc in our bodies. Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to go into all of those, you know, sort of ways. I don't want to. I don't want to scare you. I don't want to go into that now because, you know, it's just something to recognise, you know, and I think we all know those things are bad for us, you know. Um, excess stress in the body is not good for us, um, you know, and it it looks different for everyone. So, so 
why why do we get angry you know why why do we get angry you know many things can trigger it basically like i said you know we are all different so what annoys one person might not annoy another person like i i know for me i can get annoyed like I say by the cars maybe or maybe your family annoys you maybe it's financial stress maybe it's work stress maybe it's um friends maybe it's where you live you know there's so many things that can trigger this this emotion and it can come up from something that you're experiencing now in the moment or it could be a residual anger from something in the past you know something you just it just keeps coming up you know it keeps bubbling to the surface it just keeps coming up and you keep ru- ruminating over and over it and it, you know and every time something triggers it you're you're back in that place and you feel that anger again you know so there's there's lots of different reasons why we have it but what does it actually mean what does it actually mean <laughs> now this was interesting when i read this because I mean, I think I kind of, I, I knew this already, but anger is you more than likely the secondary emotion to what's underneath it. And the sort of the first, the first emotion, the primary emotion would, would usually be something like fear, loss or sadness. You know, so when we think feel those things, fear, loss, sadness, you know, it's a very, it's vulnerable, you know, we can feel this complete lack of control when these things, when things happen in our life that suddenly we're scared or, you know, oh, that thing's happened and I'm really sad or, you know, you know, and it's, it makes us feel really uncomfortable. So then subconsciously, anger is the emotion that comes out because we're like, well, I don't know how, I don't know how to deal with this. So I'm going to be pissed off with the next person that talks to me, you know, and that person might not have done something, but they, you know, they just happened to be there when something else might've happened. And then you speak to somebody else and does something wrong. And suddenly you're shouting at them when it's not actually their fault. You know, so it's really interesting to know what's underneath and usually it's around a need not being met. And I'll go in I'll go into that in the next part because there's sort of four needs that we have as human beings. Um and I'll go into that in the next bit. But I first I just wanted to just chat about how you can help yourself because you know, yes, it's good to feel it you know, in the mo in the moment, it's good to get it out of the body. You know, emo- an emotion is energy in motion. It's energy. It's it's a physical reaction. It's something in our body, isn't it? It, it? it needs to come out. It needs to be expressed. You know, we we need to learn of ways to express this and get it out of our bodies. You know, because it's otherwise it's it festers and it, you know, it just, just, it doesn't feel good. And then the more we do it. And then, like I say, you do that, you know, you keep it in, you bottle it, you bottle it, you bottle it. And then suddenly something happens and it's like, and it's a big explosion because you've just kept it all in. Whereas when you can just, 
you know, it's like a simmering pot. If you could just let that air out just a little bit, it will help. And some of the things that I did, um, and these things are amazing, I first got a pillow. <laughs> well, no, actually, no. The first thing that I did was I just started, I just went, I needed to shake it out. You know, I just needed to literally physically shake my body. And this is great. You know, you see animals, animals do it all the time. You know, you see dogs do it, you see birds do it, you know, like a lot of animals do that. And it is that build up of emotion. They just need to get rid of it. They just need to release it. And I was like, oh, I just need to release some of this tension in my body. You know, I was feeling that. I was feeling that, that energy. My heart rate was definitely raised. And I just felt a bit shaky anyway, and a bit tense. You know, all these were those physical, you know, reactions that I spoke about earlier. And I was like, oh, I need to, I need to get this out. So yeah, just have a good shake. Put a song on, just do it for, do it for one song, you know, just shake your hands, shake your legs, shake, just shake your whole body. And it really helps just release that tension. The next thing I did was I got a pillow and I punched it. <laughs> And it feels really good. You know, I mean, I would recommend probably doing this without anybody around. Unless the people around you, are, you know, are very open to this sort of thing. You know, it was just, oh, and then I picked it up and I was just banging it on the bed. And it felt great. It felt so good. I mean, I've always wanted to go into one of them. Oh, God, I think you can go in these, like, rooms now, can't you? And just, like, you wear goggles and you just go in with a bat and you just, like, destroy it. I mean, how much fun would that be? I would absolutely love that because we just, we never get that opportunity to kind of punch and like, you know, literally bash something. Like, you know, we, we, we can't do that. We live, you know, we'd look, we'd look a little bit crazy if we did that in public. In the safety of your own home, I would highly recommend anything like that, just to get it out. <clears throat> so, and then I did some exercise, which, you know, it, it, you know, once you've got that energy in you, once you've got that, oh, I need to expel it. So, you know, I just did a little bit of exercise. You know, I did a couple of sort of five or 10 minute exercises, um, which is my little cheat way of exercising. I don't do like a uh, half an hour, an hour. I just go, I'm just going to do five or 10 minutes. And then usually once I've done five or ten minutes, I do another ten minutes. And it, it always works. It's a little little hack for me to you. But there, there's, yeah, there's a few other ways that you can help yourself in the moment. You know, breath. Breath is a great way. You know, I've done a, a whole episode on breath. And I've learned a lot about breathing and how we are not most of us are not breathing to our optimum you know and in that moment you might find your your breath shallow you might be breathing into your chest and this doesn't help and basically what we want to do with breath is trigger ourselves into our parasympathetic which is our rest and relaxation mode so when we breathe in and when we when we're taking those short breaths that's going into our stress that's going into our sympathetic response now we and we want to trigger our parasympathetic response. So the trick here with your breath is to always make sure your exhale is longer than your inhale. 
And this will help trigger your parasympathetic. So it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to do it for long. Just four, you know, breathe in for four through your nose and breathe out for eight. You know, you could just do a couple of rounds and just see how you feel. You know, it's making me want to do, do some deep breaths now just talking about this. But yeah, it it is. Yeah. It really, really, it does really work. Um, another thing to do, if if it is something that's in the moment, if it is something that's coming up, you know, you can take yourself away from, if it's somebody, something that's happening that's triggered the anger, take yourself away. Do the breaths. Count to 10. Do 10 breaths. You know, take yourself away before you can then go back and assess the situation. Because usually you could just... Just calm yourself and then have the response that you want, you know. Um, similar to exercise, you know, you can go for a walk. Get yourself out. Just It can literally be a 10-minute walk. doesn't have to be long, you know. Just get your shoes on, get out. In all weathers, you know, just get out and take some deep breaths. So when you're outside, you know, that's good too. Um... If you have somebody that you trust and, you know, you can talk to start this stuff about, that's always good. You know, if you can, you know, if you can afford therapy, you know, this is, that's always a good opportunity to chat these things out with therapist. You know, I like to write stuff down as well, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm a massive fan of journaling. I love journaling. Um, and that's always good. And I, I really, really would highly recommend the, the act of physically writing, you know, the paper, pen to paper. Because there is something that happens in that. There is something, you know, your brain can form words and write them out. And usually I recommend don't read it, not, not reading them back. But if you feel that would be helpful, maybe you do want to write when these, these anger moments come up. And then you just want to go back and have a little read of them and go, oh, yeah. And you might suddenly realise that it's coming up at the same time when something happens. And then you can look at it. You know, it's good to focus on the senses as well. And this this is just brilliant for anything, like any time of day. You know, if you're feeling like, oh, overwhelmed, if any, you know, so many things are happening, it's like mindfulness, and a great way, an easy way for mindfulness is just to think about the senses. What can you see? What can you hear? What can you feel? What can you touch? What can you taste? You know, and suddenly you brought back. I literally did that today on my walk. I I was just like walking and I was in my own little world and I was just like thinking things through and just like, oh yeah, yeah, mulling things over in my head. And then I just went, and I stopped <laughs> and I looked up. And there was this, you know, the sun was coming through the trees. It was kind of looking, it was making the water look glittery. And I was just like, oh, this is beautiful. You know, you could hear like the low hum of traffic in the background. I could hear birds and the rustling of trees. And I was like, oh, this is lovely. And suddenly I wasn't thinking about the things I was thinking about. I was in that moment, just enjoying that pure, joyful moment of, you know, life. Um, and then the last one, it's sort of, you know, if you want to do this, this might feel good. You might want to test, tear up paper. You know, it's, it's usually good to have something, you know, 
if you need, feel the need of, you know, destroying something, you know, just get a piece of paper and just tear it up. Cities are all great ways of kind of physically, you know, working through that anger when it comes up. Um, but if you want to look at it a bit deeper, as I said before, usually it is because of a unmet need. Um, and the four needs are safety, integrity, love, and actualization. So, you know, safety, our basic need is survival. You know, so if we feel that we are being, you know, if something's happening to us, that's kind of affecting us, like being harassed or bullied or anything like that, you know, and anger is going to come up, you know, we're going to be like, oh, this, 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 this is affecting my basic human need. It's affecting my survival. And that need, you know, it's going to come up. So ask yourself, you know, do I feel safe? Is that why your anger's coming up? You know, the next one, integrity. You know, we all have our own values and standards. You know, things that mean a lot to us. You know, there could be certain injustices, you know, things that happen. So when somebody goes against those values, against those, you know, standards that we hold high in our life, that's when anger can come up for us as well. You know, we can be like, that. that is going against my actual values, my, my, you know, my deep inner values of how I, you know, how I see the world and how I am in the world. And you're going against that. And oh, anger can come up for that. So that might be another thing you need to look at. That might be an unmet need of why anger's coming up. And the next one is love. You know, we, we all want to feel wanted and desired and needed and heard and seen, you know, so it makes sense that, you know, when we're not, we can, we, you know, we can feel that anger and, you know, there, there might not be a lot of anger towards our partners in certain things, you know, when we, when those needs aren't being met, oh, why aren't they being met? Oh yeah, because I feel that they are, they, they are not seeing me or hearing me. That's why anger can come up. And then the last one, which I think this one for me is probably where I am sitting with anger at the moment. You know, actualization, that desire to achieve, to grow, you know, to to have fulfillment in life. You know, we all we all want to be of purpose. You know, we all want to be doing something of meaning in our lives. You know, when we're not, when we are maybe struggling in a career or we don't really know what we're doing and we're sort of, you know, stumbling through and, and anger can come up about that. And this, this is, this is my unmet need. This is totally my unmet, unmet need because I am in a place where I'm struggling with my career and work life because, you know, I'm like, I'm going to do this, you know, I'm going to be an actor and I'm going to do this. And then I don't know. It's like, do I want that? Do I really want that? And it's making me question everything and I don't know which way to turn and I feel like I'm not really got a purpose at the moment in terms of work. I've got purpose in other ways. Not in terms of work. So there is an unmet need. 
So that anger for me that came up the other day, yes, it was to do with the, the, the doctor's thing, but there was also, I've been to the, um, that week I've been to the job centre um, to get some help, you know, they're going to help me fin- financially, but you have to go in and you have to look for, you know, be showing them you're looking for work. And I, and I remember just getting this, this interview with this work coach who was like, you need to be looking in all these places and look, doing all these things and I I just remember not feeling listened to and not feeling valued and I came away feeling incredibly frustrated with it all. You know, and I think it's it's always been a struggle for me as some as a creative person to you know, it's hard as a creative person because you know, you say I'm creative. A lot of these jobs, 9 to 5, Monday to Friday jobs, they don't suit me. He's like, "Well, what do you want to do?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know." you know, and but, but there's no help there. there's no help for that sort of thing in place, so there was frustration there, and then from that frustration, there was anger, there was definitely anger from that interview as well, so I, that is a need that I'm going to be looking into myself to see if I can solve and sort of discover what I want, you know, but also not put pressure on myself, you know, let's not put too much pressure on ourselves to have all the answers, you know, to have it all fixed. You know, I think I've definitely been putting too much pressure on myself to be like, oh gosh, you know, friends around me are having, you know, they're having babies and they're getting engaged and they're buying houses and they're doing careers that they love. And I'm like, oh, I'm not doing anything. And now I'm in this position where I am looking for work and I'm like, And I'm putting so much pressure on myself to find the job, you know, the job that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Oh, God, it really doesn't have to be that way. I can, yeah, I can chill out. So that's what I'm going to be doing over the next week or so. I'm going to be just taking a step back and not putting so much pressure on myself for everything to be perfect and how I want it to be. Um, And looking at my unmet needs. So I hope that helped you. Um, and I hope you have a lovely week, day, rest of the year, and I will see you next time on the next episode.